The Pilgrimage of the Heart podcast is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week to discover the beauty, joy, and peace that lies just underneath. So I'd like to begin this evening just exploring a little bit of Indian yoga philosophy, um, just to get our minds and our awareness elevated a little bit so that we can then enter more easily into a meditative state. And in general, before sitting down to meditate, what I usually do is do a little exercise, some stretching, a little yoga, just maybe five minutes or something. And then a little spiritual reading. So I sit down in the place where I'm going to meditate, grab a book of poetry or some prose, and read a little bit kind of elevate um, my thinking process, and then from there, go into the uh, meditation techniques. If I don't do that, there are times when I'll sit down to meditate in the morning, and I'll sit down, and then I'll realize that 15 minutes have gone by, and all I've done is think about all of the things in my head, all the things I need to do that day at work, or all the... some thing I'm dealing with. And I literally uh, can sit there and, and just spin off into the world of thought. Which is pretty natural because we wake up and we start to think about our lives and what we have to deal with and what's coming at us and we want to prepare ourselves. So doing the spiritual reading, doing the little bit of stretching uh, helps to pull out of that and get ready for the meditation. So two poems I want to read tonight, and, and we'll explore them a little more deeply in the philosophy part of the program, which is um, at 8.30, so anyone who wants to stay after the meditation, you're welcome to stay for a little bit of philosophy. So two poems written by Sri Chinmoy back in the 70s. First one is called Evolution and Revolution. Evolution and Revolution. Some call it cosmic evolution. Others call it life's transformation. I call it God's transcending perfection. Some call it bitter frustration. Others call it wild destruction. I call it God's challenging revolution. And so I started with this poem because it takes the kind of big, big view of what's going on in our, in our existence and what is accelerated and made more apparent through the practice of meditation. And that is basically that each of us in our own way is evolving and transforming. So we're, we're moving through life, we're having different experiences, and hopefully... We're taking all of the things that come to us in life as opportunities for personal growth. 
for our own evolution. I remember one of the first things I worked on in terms of my own personal growth was I, used to, I had a lot of dental work when I was a, ch- a child. I had to have a bunch of teeth pulled out and then uh, chipped a tooth and have braces. You're constantly going in and they're adjusting. It's pretty, yeah, I didn't look forward to it at all. And it, I would actually create some anxiety in me when I knew the next day was going to be one of these dentist appointments. And then I read a book, I think in high, in maybe in eighth grade I picked it up. It was by Wayne Dyer, and it was called um, Your Erroneous Zones. Your Erroneous Zones. And one of them was, was actually the, um, he was talking about dental work and how to look at dental work. And he says you can look at it as this painful thing you have to deal with, or you can look at it as... You're doing something now about something that could get infinitely worse. So it's great that you tackle, tackle it early on. Plus, he threw out the idea of think of all the people in the world that can't afford dental work. And so they have to go through a lot more suffering and they just get their teeth pulled. And so for me, that was an opportunity for some evolution and transformation of my thinking process. And it's just a simple thing, how you relate to your upcoming dental appointment. But it also became an opportunity for me to look at my own thinking, to evaluate am I, am I, how am I thinking about this event, get some new input on a broader way of thinking. And so in my own little world, there was evolution and transformation going on. And so we all are dealing with things in our lives. And so everything that comes at us, all the challenges, hopefully we can see them as opportunities for this Evolution and transformation. And what happens to each of us individually also happens to humanity as a whole. So we're evolving as as a as a species. And so that plays a little bit into the second part of that first poem that says, some call it bitter frustration, others call it wild destruction. And so you can look at you can look at yourself when you get really frustrated or angry with people or there's a situation and you're frustrated by it so you destroy the situation or you sabotage your own your own efforts in life or you look at humanity all the war and the greed and all this frustration and destruction that goes on so again in the poem Sri Chamoy steps back a little bit and says I call it God's challenging revolution. So in the process of transformation and evolution, there are these revolutions or these upheavals of energy, and they happen in our own lives just as well. And so then there again, if you do or if you are prone to anger or frustration or you've gone through a period of destructiveness, again, not, um, not burdening yourself with guilt or remorse, but again, seeing it as, okay, these are the revolutions in life. These revolutions are part of the cosmic evolution. They're part of my own transformation. And to see them as that and then try to evolve and move forward with them. So again, evolution and revolution. Some call it cosmic evolution. Others call it life's transformation. 
I call it God's transcending perfection. Some call it bitter frustration. Others call it wild destruction. I call it God's challenging revolution. And so in our meditation, we'll work with those ideas or some imagery about evolution and transformation. And the other, the other poem is a little more personal in terms of it deals with some things that all of us deal with. And so uh, the poem's called No Little Enemy. No Little Enemy. There is no little enemy. A wee fear tortures our whole existence. A tiny doubt devours our entire being. A puny jealousy destroys our universal oneness. And so again, this this points to what each of us deals with in terms of our own minds. So you can be having the greatest day and things are going great and you're feeling connected to everything and then in comes some jealousy and ruins it all. Or in comes some fear or just a single thought of doubt or a single uh, thought of anxiety. And so our thoughts are really, really powerful. And oftentimes Sri Chinmoy would equate the journey of meditation or our own transformation as something of a battle in terms of we're going to be faced with challenges, not the least of which is what's going on in our own minds, our own thoughts. We doubt ourselves, we're jealous, uh, we fear things. And so meditation is an opportunity to really, again, coming back to the theme of transformation, meditation is an opportunity to transform our thinking process or try to transform that feeling of jealousy back into a feeling of oneness. Try to transform the feeling of doubt back into an awareness of your deeper self or your deepest potential. And the day comes when you learn it feels a lot better to feel oneness than it does jealousy. A day comes, you realize doubting yourself doesn't do any good. And so that's, that's what meditation gives you the opportunity to see that and experience that. Because when you're in a deep, calm state of meditation, in comes, you know, you have a good feeling, you're having a nice meditation, and in comes the thought of doubt. You start to doubt yourself. And those are the opportunities where you can see it clearly enough and try and let doubt just keep going and pass through your mind. And then you can really evaluate. You can say, wow, yeah, that's what doubting myself feels like. This is what feeling whole and complete feels like. And then you can make a conscious choice what you want to, you know, what kind of life and experience you want to have. So again, no little enemy. There is no little enemy. A wee fear tortures our whole existence. A tiny doubt devours our entire being. A puny jealousy destroys our universal oneness. And so also in the meditation, I'll bring in... um, a couple of these, like I'm not going to have you focus on jealousy, you know, focus on oneness. So I'll pick up a couple of these uh, bigger feelings 
And then in that state, as thoughts come and go, see if you can uh, just let the negative ones or the limiting ones go and hold on to the bigger feelings. Bring a little energy into your body if you're feeling a little sleepy. If possible, breathing in and out through your nose. Allowing your breath to naturally deepen and lengthen. One of the secrets of meditation is that breath, body, mind, and emotions are all intertwined. Slowing your breathing relaxes your body, starts to calm your mind. Let's start with our palms face up on our thighs and to unify our bodies and minds we'll do a simple exercise and what you're going to do is have your lungs and your hands in the same in synchronicity so as you breathe in your hands open wide as if they were your lungs taking in breath taking in air then as you exhale slowly putting your hands into a fist and be very precise so just as you complete your inhale your hands are fully open as soon as you begin your exhale hands start to move fingers clenching And insert about a one-second pause at the end of each inhale and at the end of each exhale. And in that pause, your hands are motionless. Keep this motion of your hands going while you become aware of your eyeballs. And you want to hold your eyeballs still and calm. So you can either open your eyes 
So you're gazing at a slightly darker spot of bamboo flooring. Or let your eyes close and gaze up towards your third eye, which is in between your eyebrows and the finger's width above. So holding your eyes still and linking your breath with your hands. Allow thoughts to come and go. Simply keep your awareness on your hands, your breath, and your eyes. Now allow your hands to take a resting position, so no longer moving your hands and fingers, just let them relax. Keep your eyes still. As you breathe in, become aware of the muscles in your forehead and around your eyeballs. Let all those muscles relax. Breathing in an awareness of the muscles in your cheeks and jaw. As you exhale, feel those muscles melting. Breathing in an awareness of the muscles in your jaw. Exhaling. Feeling your jaw being heavy, muscles relaxing.
Breathing in an awareness of the muscles in the back of your neck and shoulders. Exhaling, releasing. As you breathe in, feeling your chest muscles opening and expanding as your lungs fill with air. And as you exhale, releasing any tension in your chest or in your heart. Bring your awareness back to your eyeballs, either gazing up towards your third eye or opening your eyelids enough to see a darker spot of flooring. Hold your eyeballs still while you also concentrate on the sound of the music. So concentrating on sight and sound.
thoughts come and go, try to be unattached to them. Thoughts rise and fall. Stay focused on your breath, sound, and sight. Now taking your concentration, your awareness, and centering it in the center of your chest. We're going to focus on the energy of peace and oneness. Peace and oneness. So as you breathe in, inwardly repeat either peace or oneness. Choose one of them. And visualize in the center of your chest a scene from nature that for you represents that wholeness or that peacefulness. It could be a, a little image, it could be a little pond or a leaf in the wind, or it could be a vast image such as the earth in space. So either peace or oneness, choose the visual image. So as you're breathing in, you're inwardly repeating, seeing the image. As you exhale, feeling peace and oneness.
Now as you focus in on this feeling of peace and oneness, observe the different thoughts that drift through your awareness and try to let them just come and go while you stay focused on this deeper feeling. Now pause this exercise and just be aware of how, it fa- how you feel after doing that. And now choose either the energy, choose either the word evolution or transformation. Evolution or transformation. However you want to think about your own growth. And the same basic technique as you breathe in, inwardly repeat the word. And try to visualize what for you is a very positive view of transformation or evolution. Could be a caterpillar turning into a butterfly, a river transforming into an ocean, 
So again, same technique, breathing in, repeating the word, visualizing. And as you exhale, trying to feel what transformation or evolution feels like. Now keep going with either this technique or the earlier one or any of the earlier techniques and we're just going to infuse some chanting into it. Chant Om and Peace.
As you end your meditation, slowly bringing your awareness back to your body and surroundings as much as you need to, but as much as you're able to, holding on to this inner feeling. Some call it cosmic evolution, others call it life's transformation. I call it God's transcending perfection. Some call it bitter frustration, others call it wild destruction. I call it God's challenging revolution. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste.